she joined Omni about two years ago when it was doing about call it 80, 90, sorry, less than 90 grand a month in revenue. Now they're scaling very nicely. They're up uh, serving about 700, 800 clients, each paying about 450 bucks a month for 300, call it 350 grand in monthly revenue. That's up from 80 grand a month just a year ago. So healthy growth, net negative churn, about negative one to negative 7%, depending on the cohort. Team of five in Australia, again, helping with enterprise podcasting solutions, everything from editing, monetization, analytics, radio broadcasting, uh, you know, the hosting, even the publishing and sharing. They're covering it all. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sharon Taylor. She's the CEO of Omni Studio, an advanced audio on demand platform built for enterprise audio publishers. With over a decade of leadership experience in the technology industry, at Omni Studio, she drives awareness of podcasting around the globe, working with radio networks and podcasters to navigate and excel in this space. Sharon, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Go for gold. Very good. Okay. Tell us about the company. So, what do you guys do and how do you make money? So, today we are in its simplest terms, an audio host for podcasters or broadcasters that want to move in the on-demand space. So uh, I always use that line from Zoolander where he jokes about um, Hansel being so hot right now, like podcasting, right? It's so hot right now and everyone kind of wants to move into it. Um, And so we help broadcasters, news publishers, kind of any players in adjacent industries get into on-demand audio. That's great. And what's the revenue model? So is it a pure play SaaS company or what? Yeah, Pure Play SaaS. So um, all platform and usage costs. Platform and usage costs. Okay. And uh, and walk through like the average customer. What are they paying per month? Uh, that's a very interesting question, isn't it? Like any podcast company out there, we've got still a long tail of podcasters that are you know paying for simple, hey, it's 20 or 50 bucks a month and they get a quantity of bandwidth and they kind of go from there. And then we go all the way to the other end of town where we do like Um, your intercoms and your Salem radios and obviously they pay a per program show and that's in the you know up to the tens of thousands a month so it's quite a wide split that we've got okay would you say though like 20 bucks or 30 bucks a month is a fair average no I think at the moment our average would probably be around 400 500 bucks a month okay got it so you are kind of more in the mid-market enterprise space yep yep now can people think of this like a Libsyn well, you could in that anyone could be a podcast host. Uh-huh. Um, we kind of try more for the enterprise end of town. So a tool set, once you're ready to do more with your podcast or more with your audio, that's when you'd start looking at um, your Omni Studios. Um, but yeah, but for simplest terms, you'd go Libsyn, probably more like Art19 or Megaphone, to be honest. Yep. All, all great companies. Voice is obviously a very hot space. So that's why I was excited okay. to talk to you. Tell me more about yeah. when you launched the company. What year? Uh, so there were three guys that launched it, 2011. They started with text-to-speech and uh, they realized very early on in the piece that text-to-speech back in 2011, probably not the best uh, quality of, of uh, automation out there. 
Um, and then, yeah, the journey has been through voice since then. So there was a product called Omni Radio, which was personalized radio for listeners. Um, and then Omni Studio, the platform, was three and a half years ago now. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you're talking about this as if you just joined recently and you weren't with them at the beginning. Were you a co-founder or you came in later? No, I was late stage CEO. So I've been there about two and a half years now. Okay. So you joined in call it 2016. Was that with a round of funding? Have you guys raised? Uh, we have paused on funding. I am a unique startup person that doesn't like the earn and burn mentality. And so we moved pretty quickly to being just a kind of profitable self-sustaining company. Um, so we came in, I came in just after some bridge funding and um, we might do another raise this year if I can be convinced by the board, but yeah, yeah we probably How much total is in the company to date? Uh, about 2.3. Okay. So not, not a crazy amount, but definitely you've no. raised. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Very good. And so 2011 was start date. You joined in two years ago, 2016. What have you scaled to now in terms of total customers? Uh, we're hovering around the 750 to 800 customers at the moment. Okay. I mean, look, that's pretty healthy. Now, can I take 750 times the 450? You mentioned earlier the average price to assume you're doing call it 300, 350 a month. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. That's, yeah, good. that's good. Close. That's good maths. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> good. And, and where's growth at? So a year ago today, what were you doing per month? Uh, way, way less. So we've grown about 300% in sales from last year to this year. Oh my gosh. So you were doing like 80 or 90 grand a month a year ago. Yeah. What's driven most of that growth? Uh, I think partly interest in the space, partly a change in business model um, and adding in kind of new revenue streams. So helping people monetize is probably the biggest thing now for us. Okay. That's great. And, and when you talk about monetization, does that allow you to drive expansion revenue or you just upsell that as a kind of product feature? A bit of both, um, mostly expansion revenue. Okay. So you're, I'm sorry, what I meant by that is, are you actually taking a cut of what you help them monetize? In, in most instances, yes. Yeah. We are a bit of a unique player in the industry in that we get weird about touching people's advertising revenue. Like there's a lot of podcast hosts out there that do like a free platform and then they take a rev share. Whereas we all kind of believe that if you're working hard to make money on your shows, you should keep as much of it, if not all of it as possible. So that's a mindset that we're slowly changing as we realize that um, the revenue on the table is important. But for the most part, um, some enterprise customers that are monetizing can get away on Omni Studio without paying us anything for it. Yep. Yep. Nope. That makes sense. Um, you're talking about churn. It's critical on a company like this. What's your churn today? We're negative. So we have two buckets of customers, both broadcast and then we count them in the podcast space. And I think at the moment, broadcasters are like negative one point something percent and podcasters are negative seven point something percent. Um, we're bringing on more than we're losing. And then obviously we're upselling um, to the customers like while they're on the platform, which is helpful for churn. And Sharon, just to be clear, so you're at net negative churn annually. Uh, that's obviously, uh, sorry, I assume that's annually, not monthly, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Got it. So net negative revenue churn annually. That's great. That means expansion is outpacing any churned revenue. Um, when you are signing up new customers, where are you getting them from? At the moment, about 60% of our new business comes from the US and Canada. It's just the biggest market. And so it's kind of where um, everyone goes. Our biggest growth at the moment is coming from the UK and the EU. So it seems like, you know, your France, Germany, Netherlands, etc. They've got kind of a new mentality in terms of podcasting. A lot of the broadcasters that we work with 
over there always used to build their own tech and now I think the mentality is shifting to, hey, we could just outsource this to a team that lives and breathes it every day. So that's kind of our most exciting industry, but US and Canada is the biggest. What channel are you using to reach, though, the US podcasters? Is there a specific website or conference or what are some unique channels you're using? So we have a reseller in the United States, um, which has been really, really useful for us. Um, And they hold a lot of high value relationships with and kind of independent publishers and then otherwise you'll just see me in the states five or six times a year just conferencing making connections and hustling as you guys know the task management space and team communication market is extremely hot we've had many of the folks in the space on but most recently asana raised about 50 million dollars giving it about a 1.5 billion dollar valuation up from 900 million bucks in its last round so naturally i'm going to try out asana and see why it's different from some of the other players and some things stand out immediately first off this thing essentially has replaced email and a few other forms of communication i use to launch Latka magazine. I was able to do it all inside of Asana, whether it's bringing in my developer who built the landing page for the magazine or my writers who write for the magazine or my designers who design the magazine and even the printers, they're all able to easily use Asana, which is rare. Usually there's kind of a different tool for a different area of kind of specialty. So having everyone in one spot made the magazine very efficient. We're now shipping over 10,000 magazines per month out to B2B SaaS CEOs could not have done it without Asana and the ability they've built for me to do all this work in one place. It doesn't surprise me why the valuation is 1.5 billion. The question is now is, do they decide to go public in 2019? We'll see. But in the meantime, give your team everything they need to be more productive and focus on the work that grows your business. Try Asana free for 30 days. You can get started now at NathanLatka.com forward slash Asana. That's NathanLatka.com forward slash A-S-A-N-A. What are you spending on CAC to acquire these guys? Uh, so we've oh, you've caught me at the worst possible time to ask this question Why? because we've literally just we've literally just gone let's just throw a ton of cash at this and see kind of what sticks on the what, wall. What's a ton? How much? Uh, so we're probably looking more around the three to four hundred per customer, and that's more than we've ever spent at the moment. Yeah, but look, I if would you have got to be like more about one hundred. Yeah, I if think got- I just told you that ahead of my board meeting this month. So <laughs> that's funny. Tell me when this is going to be published, and I'll get ahead of that. Yeah, I know you'll be good. Um, but if you're paying three hundred bucks, even right, and they're paying you four hundred fifty bucks a month on average, your payback period's still less than a month. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're very lucky. Yeah, it's hard, partly because of how hot the industry is right now, and then just partly. I think it's taken us, what, two years to get a solid name over there in the States. And it's like a snowball and momentum, right? Like once you get it, it kind of just keeps going on its own volition. Yeah. Tell me more about the team. What's the team size today? So we're five, including me. Okay, five. Okay, wait, great. That's amazing. So your revenue per employee is through the roof. I love that. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm a taskmaster, so we're going to hire. You're going to (laughs) hire? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so five... (laughs) Are you all based? Are you all based over there? And uh, sorry, I, I think you said you were, where'd you say you were in Melbourne? Uh, Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne, Australia. Yep. All based in Melbourne. That's great. And um, hiring, what, where are you going to scale? Uh, so we'll do engineering. Like we're looking for engineers at the moment and then we'll more than likely the toying of the idea of having like a single employee in satellite offices in the U S or the UK. And depending on what day of the week you catch me on, I either think it's the best idea or the worst idea in the world. Um, so we'll go engineering first cause we're, that's where we're kind of lagging. Um, the guys are amazing, but there's only so many hours in the day, right? So 
Yeah. You seem like a very smart lady. You've had a lot of success. They must've had to do a lot to incentivize you to come in on this business. Why come into this business instead of just starting your own? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I am in my mind and other people will disagree with this, but I am a fixer, like as opposed to, um, Hey, I've got this amazing idea and I'm going to go from zero to a hundred with it myself. And so I think they found me at a time that Omni really needed me and then audio and the business just got its hooks in me. And yeah, it's, it's amazing kind of like what, what grows in you when you find something that you really, truly love. So yeah, they, they just got um, me at a, at an important time for the company and it is what I love doing. So yeah. I mean, did you get hopefully a big chunk of equity called 10, 20% as an incentive structure? Uh, no, I'm on the lower end of the equity side for okay. um, CEOs. Like I came into the company at a, I'll call it a volatile time. Um, in looser terms, we call it the fire years of Omni. Um, every startup has its two and five year extinction events. Um, and I'm probably less on the bullish side than I should be as a person. Um, that's being rearranged this year though. So I'm pretty yep. happy about that. Because you own a minority, you would obviously need board approval and investor approval for this next question. But if someone came and offered you 2x AR to buy the company, so call it, what is that, six, seven million bucks to, to sell, would you sell? Probably not. Okay. And what, um, what goes through your mind there? You said that very quickly. Yeah, we, well, it's interesting. So we, we've been talking about it at the moment um, as some things have, have read their heads for us. I think if we hadn't had kind of like that 300% growth from last year to this year, it'd be a different equation, but it's hard to make a decision to get off a train if it's just starting to really accelerate. And then, you know, you could drive yourself crazy, right? Like thinking about when the right time is to take the off ramp for your company. Um, I think on a daily basis, we're all still having fun and we're seeing the company grow quite astronomically still. And until that kind of, we get the feeling that it's starting to slow, um, we probably will keep going and have fun on a daily basis. I love that. All right, Sharon, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, I don't have one. Uh, what do I like? I liked um, Sheryl Sandberg's first book, Lean In. Lean In. Number two, is there a CEO you're currently following or studying? No, no one that you would know. There's a couple of amazing CEOs. Well, by the way, the whole, reason I, the whole reason I ask is so that I learn. So, yeah, it's okay if I don't oh, know yeah. them. Um, there's a couple of really amazing CEOs in Australia, like Kathy O'Connor, who's the CEO of Nova, I think is the best businesswoman that I've ever met in my life. So, yeah, that. she's pretty famous. CEO of Nova? Yeah, Nova Entertainment, big radio and entertainment company. Okay, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business? Mm-hmm. Intercom is something that we live and breathe. Like it's, it's, it's pretty important to us. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> uh, sometimes five, um, which is really good. I'll so say that's five. good. Otherwise, yeah. Well, otherwise my friends will yell at me that I'm um, not sleeping as much as I should. So let's say, let's say, let's round up and call it a healthy six. Okay. Yeah. Well, you seem healthy and energetic, so I guess it's working for you. And tell me more about well, your, is, yeah. Yeah. This is a late start. We're normally up at 3 a.m. to catch the East Coast of America. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about kind of current situation. Married, single, do you have kids? No, I can't even keep a pot plant alive. So I've got no hope of like having a human relationship here. <laughs> I even bought a fake pot plant and didn't realize it was fake and watered it and then mold grew. So like, <laughs> that, might be, that might be a little bit too much information for your listeners. <laughs> I, so, I promise I'm really good at human interactions. Okay. Um, but no, no, single um, and have a, a healthy relationship with my inbox. Okay. And how old are you? Don't be asking. 
No, of course. Uh, 33. 33. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Oh, to not be such a dick. <laughs> Don't be so mean. There you guys are yeah. from Sharon. <laughs> she joined Omni about two years ago when it was doing about call it 80, 90, sorry, less than 90 grand a month in revenue. Now they're scaling very nicely. They're up uh, serving about 700, 800 clients, each paying about 450 bucks a month for 300, call it 350 grand in monthly revenue. That's up from 80 grand a month just a year ago. So healthy growth, net negative churn, about negative one to negative 7%, depending on the cohort. Team of five in Australia, again, helping with enterprise podcast solutions, everything from editing, monetization, analytics, radio broadcasting, uh, you know, the hosting, even the publishing and sharing. They're covering it all. Sharon, thank you so much for taking us to the top. My pleasure. Thank you. It's been really fun.